Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Want to learn how to be an entrepreneur? You are dedicated and devoted to a life of developing new ideas and innovations. Willing to take calculated career risks, achieving independent wealth and success. Then you are ready to experience the entrepreneur effect. We'll highlight opportunities for entrepreneurs in digital marketing through interesting, practical, and thought-provoking interviews and monologues. Increase your income and be your own boss by listening to The Entrepreneur Effect. Please welcome your host, a 25-year veteran in sales, management, and business development, Dush Ramachandran. Hi, and welcome to Entrepreneur Effect. This is Dush Ramachandran, and my guest today is Judith Humphrey, who is the founder of the Humphrey Group, uh, as well as the author of the new book, Impromptu, Leading in the Moment. Welcome, Judith. Thanks very much. Pleasure to be with you. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you on. So, um, first, you know, for the benefit of our listeners, uh, tell us a little bit about what what is the book intended to do? Is it a is it a uh, leading in the moment is is great. Um, so from from the title, one is bound to come to the conclusion that it's about spontaneous leadership, leadership in moments of crisis, leadership uh, as opportunities are presented to you. Uh, is that is that a fair assessment? And tell us what what you intended to convey through the book. Yes, that's a very good assessment. Impromptu speaking is uh, something we all do, and uh, leaders increasingly 
huge impromptu speaking for their leadership moments. You know, there's far less serious uh, podium speaking today and much more uh, conversational speaking with audiences, whether it's clients or employees or staff. And so impromptu, the book, is meant to uh, help any leader or anyone in business or even in life become a better impromptu speaker. And uh, it gives the techniques for doing that. And this is the interesting thing about the book, that while we might have traditionally thought of impromptu speaking as uh, something you just do without thinking, we can see the damage control that's required when we speak without thinking. And so the book is designed to help people understand the kind of preparation that has to go into impromptu speaking. As counterintuitive as that sounds, Actually, the, the tagline on the cover of the book is to prepare to be spontaneous, and that's what the book's about. Okay, um, and so how did you come to write the book? Um, now, perhaps a, a, a better way to position that might be to uh, tell us a little bit about the Humphrey Group and the work you do there and the work you've done, uh, and what led to you're writing this book. I mean, uh, there must have been some impetus. There must have been some some event that said to you, gosh, there's a book in me that I need to get out. <laughs> well, it's my third book. So uh, I've written two other books on communication, the third book on communication for leaders. And uh, what led me to write it? Well, there's a personal dimension and there's a business dimension. The personal dimension is that I've always felt that I'm much better in impromptu speaking than formal speaking. And even though I was a speechwriter for a good bit of my career, I was writing formal speeches for executives, C-level executives. I always felt impromptu speaking, both for me and for the executives, was much more compelling because you know, you're always rooted in that moment, you're aware of the audience, you see their eyes focused on you, you have inspiration in impromptu speaking that doesn't necessarily come when you're reading somebody else's words on the page. So I love impromptu speaking. That's the personal dimension. And um, the, the professional dimension is that I started a company. You mentioned the Humphrey Group. I started a company back in the 80s to teach executives how to communicate effectively. And um, as we worked with them over the years, they were more and more inclined, perhaps with some of my coaching, to move toward a less formal style of speaking. So uh, when I started the company, everything was scripted. And we were even helping them script themselves. Um, gradually, we saw a change in our business environment. Um, more and more leaders were speaking in the corridors, speaking in the elevators, speaking in meetings, in um, you know, gatherings with employees where they would answer questions. It's become, in process speaking, it's become really the order of the day, the way good executives and good leaders communicate with the people around them. Right. And so, um, based on, so is the, is what's contained in the book sort of a distillation of what you've been able to develop as a, as perhaps a curriculum that you've been teaching executives and leaders to speak over the many years that you've been in practice? Absolutely. And the funny thing is, 
there's a correlation between my previous books, which were on more formal speaking, and this book, which is on impromptu. And there's a correlation between what I was teaching executives earlier on about how to design their formal speeches and how to deliver formal speeches, and now what I'm saying in the impromptu book. In other words, preparation is key to both scenarios. And anybody who tries to speak as a leader without thinking ahead uh, about what he or she is going to say is going to really bomb. He's going to say afterwards, oh, my God, I should have said this or I should have said that. Um, I, I could have been better. I wanted to reach the audience in a different way. So we have all these afterthoughts that come from not actually putting time into thinking ahead to the impromptu. Okay. And, um, you know, in, you know, many times, uh, especially leaders of larger organizations, uh, executives of uh, large organizations and government often have to speak impromptu um, after a crisis. Mm -hmm. Where, you know, it's damage control, something horrific has happened, um, either it relates to their company or it relates to, uh, you know, their area, if they're in government or the country, if they happen to be leading a country. And it's usually very emotionally charged. Uh, the environment is very emotionally charged. There's, there's a lot of people looking for a lot of information. And um, often people are looking to place blame. What would your prescription be for somebody speaking under those charged circumstances? Uh, how do you how do you take that opportunity and make the best of it? Mm -hmm. Well, you first have to think in terms of key messages that you want to get across to your audience. So what are the compelling ideas that you want to deliver? And you want to deliver these over and over and over again. So it's very important to be on message. And that's one thing. Uh, secondly, it's very important to think ahead to what questions you might be asked. If it's an interactive media situation, uh, you really want to be on top of every single answer you might have to deliver. Or put it differently, you have to think ahead to what the questions will be and then think of answers. And actually write them down. Write, write down what your answers are so that you know those in your mind. You're not going to read them from the page, but you're going to have a really good sense of how you're going to answer questions. And then you want to make sure you don't <laughs> deliver anything that's totally impromptu. In other words, uh, I emphasize preparation because some people have gotten in really serious trouble when they've spoken without thinking. So, so an example of that would be Tony Hayward, the BP executive, who was commenting on the you know, deep water horizon disaster. Right. And just off the cuff, he said, I want to get my life back. Uh, but the reality was that 11 men had lost their lives on that ship. And his comment was so insensitive that he was actually let go. He was taken off that job and was no longer allowed to play an executive role in the company and certainly not play the role of spokesperson. So I'd say prepare, prepare, prepare everything you can 
And then when you're actually in front of the mic, make sure you don't say anything you haven't thought through. Um, those are good pieces of advice for any situation, impromptu situation. Great. That's, that's really good advice. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Judith Humphrey. Don't go away. Stay tuned for more of The Entrepreneur Effect when we return. Catholic Charities is committed to providing life's basic needs. We thank you for bringing us all here today, letting these people understand how Catholic Charities runs and how important these people are. And we ask you to guide them, to protect them, and keep them here forever because this community needs them. Visit www.catholiccharitiesusa.org to learn more. Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, and I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision, especially when you're galloping high speed on a horse named Archibello. So yes, my body hurts, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. Oh, Archibello! Learn more at brainhealth.gov. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, You are experiencing the entrepreneur effect. Here's Dush Ramachandran. Welcome back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. And my guest today is Judith Humphrey, who is the founder and head of the Humphrey Group, as well as the author of the new book, Impromptu, Leading in the Moment. Uh, so before the break, Judith, we were talking about um, you know, leaders that have to speak under adverse circumstances, whether after a disaster or uh, some some terrible thing has happened, and they have to face uh, an audience, um, and it's it's not a situation that's usually very very comfortable. And you made a you made a really good example of uh, the BP executive um, after Deepwater Horizon saying, "I'd like to get my life back." Uh, which then prompts the question: What about the lives of all of those people that died? Um, that was a that was a really really good point. Let me take you now to a different kind of um, speaking situation, where uh, perhaps you're speaking to persuade. Uh, a lot of our listeners, in fact, many many of our listeners are business owners, they're entrepreneurs, and um, often. They're speaking to persuade, whether they are speaking um, in front of a, a customer audience where they're making a presentation to uh, a customer group, could be a board, or they might be speaking from stage um, about their particular product, expecting to convince people, um, and or they might be uh, speaking at a at a small gathering of of entrepreneurs or other business owners who might potentially be interested in their product or service. 
So when you're speaking to persuade, um, often you do get the chance to uh, prepare a little bit, or at least you should. Um, but one of the pitfalls of situations where you're speaking to persuade is that often you don't know what the lay of the land is. You're not well able to read the room. So there might be people in the audience, and even if it's a small audience of maybe five or ten people, there might be one or two people that are perhaps positively disposed towards your competitor. Or they might be working on an in-house solution that they've developed. And so what you're proposing is probably threatening to them in some way. Um, So this is the kind of situation that our listeners often run into. How would you, what's the best way to be able to disarm people like that and bring them over to your side? Um, That's a fairly tall order given that they're, you know, they have their vested interests and their beliefs. Um, How do you, how do you neutralize those vested interests and bring them over to your way of thinking or what you're proposing? Well, obviously, as you said, it's important to read the audience in advance as much as you can. Find out who's going to be there. If it's a mixed audience, um, let us say a group of of uh, entrepre- a group of uh, potential clients, you're going to have to really study not only the companies that are represented, the individuals who are going to be represented. Let's say you have that information, you just scour it for all the insight that you can get. But if you don't have that information in advance, um, it's it's better to present your viewpoint in a way that reflects someone's understanding of the whole. I mean, you you cannot create a powerful presentation, particularly a powerful presentation to potential clients, unless you understand who's going to be there, what they're thinking, why they're there. Um, why they want to listen to you and how you can influence them. Those are all questions you have to answer or you're just going to be vulnerable in front of that audience. But let's say you've done your research and you get into the room and you're finding that some people present uh, opposing views. Let's say it's a customer group and you've been working with this potential customer group uh, for some time, either you're selling them something new and they're leasing a customer or they're a new customer. And let's say you've done your pitch book. You have a pitch book. Uh, it's in front of you. It's in front of them. You're ready to take them to it. I'll tell you what one client that we know does. He actually abandons the pitch book. I mean, the more scripted you are, the more packaged you are, the less opportunity you have to really get feedback from the audience. What he'll do is he'll say, you know, I could go through this pitch book with you, but I'm not going to. I'm more interested in having a dialogue with you. So let's let's talk about what you're thinking. What's happened since the last time I spoke to you? Uh, Tell me what you're thinking today. So he'll actually actively listen to the audience, ask for their questions, ask for their comments, ask for where they're coming from at that moment. And he'll just scrap the pitch book. He'll say, we can look at it if you want to, if you have specific questions, but let's have a dialogue. And you know what? He says that he does far better selling with that approach than he would be 
if he walked the customer through the pitch book. So to answer your question, uh, in a nutshell, the more you can engage the audience with some kind of interaction, some kind of question, some kind of dialogue, the better off you're going to be in delivering your messages and getting through to your client. Okay. Uh, I think that, that makes a lot of sense. Now, what um, what about the place of humor um, in 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 speaking to to audiences? A lot of people feel like um, you know you have to break the ice by starting off with a joke of some kind, um, mm-hmm. but that's almost become no. so hackneyed. Or it's oops. very hackneyed. It's very hackneyed. I wouldn't recommend it at all. And I would say humor is dangerous. I would say, in fact, there's a chapter in my first book, um, Speaking as a Leader, and the chapter is called Jokes Are Not for Leaders. They're very dangerous. And if you if you also project the image that you're trying to humor your audience, then they're going to think there's something wrong with what you're offering them, that there's something wrong with your product or your pitch, that you have to humor them. Uh, what I suggest in terms of opening any, any customer presentation or sales call is that you open with the customer or with the potential customer. You open by talking about them. Uh, and that's what I call the grabber. Uh, a grabber used to be a joke way back when. But today a grabber is saying something about the person you're talking to or the customer or a company you're talking to. Show them that you really care about them. Show, you, show them you really understand something about them. Show them why you're there to talk to them. And they'll be more apt to listen to you and engage in your product pitch uh, if they think you cared about them, care about, respect them, um, you know, understand them, uh, you know, really have reached into their world and uh, delivered something about them. Right. And then um, do you feel like audiences have changed in their preferences over these last several years? Um, it, it feels as though with, you know, so much of information coming at people mm-hmm. all the time. I mean, there's, you know, people are always watching you know, videos on Facebook or on YouTube and, you know, there's Instagram and there's, you know, all these, you know, there's there's tweets and there's all these different um, social media that are sort of barraging you with so much information that um, I imagine audiences have become very different and very tolerant, very intolerant of, you know, less than perfect um, presentations, or is that, or is that even true? Um, so, how do you, first of all, have audiences changed, and if so, how have they changed? You know, they have changed. They have changed. The audiences want things in a simpler, more digestible package. Uh, audiences have no patience for the long-winded, let's say, PowerPoint presentations that they used to get. They have no tolerance for people who blather on without really making a point. Uh, so I would say that audience, audiences, because of the reasons you've indicated, you know, they have so much content, they're overloaded with content, 
They really want clarity. They want simplicity. They want you to get to the point. They want you to be clear and honest and authentic. Those are some of the fundamentals that I talk about in the book Impromptu and some of the fundamentals that are absolutely necessary if you're going to reach people. And and you can do it in one sentence. I mean, I remember a client I was working with, and he was in, in for a big contract. He was competing. He was a telco. So he was competing with a lot of other telcos for a huge piece of business. And you know what they said to him? At the very end, the last round of competition, they said to him, tell us in 10 words or less why we should hire you. And the interesting thing was the other uh, contenders couldn't do it. They said, oh, we, we have far too complicated a product. We can't tell you in 10 words why you should hire us. But my client said to them, looked them directly in the eye and said, you can, if you hire us, you'll be able to sleep at night. And that was great. He got the sale. That is great. Yep. Great. So we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Judith Humphrey. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for more of The Entrepreneur Effect when we return. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. You are experiencing the entrepreneur effect. Here's Dush Ramachandran. And welcome back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. My guest today is Judith Humphrey, who is the original founder and the head of the Humphrey Group and the author of the new book, Impromptu, Leading in the Moment. So, Judith, before the break, we were talking about uh, the role of uh, humor in, in, in speaking and uh, being able to speak to persuade. Um, 
you know, there have been so many different uh, changes and advancements that have that have happened. For example, um, even a simple thing like a teleprompter has now become so much mm-hmm. more affordable. Um, where, you know, even 15, 20 years ago, a teleprompter was exclusively for TV personalities or heads of state. Um, and now anybody with an iPad uh, can have a teleprompter capability and really make very compelling presentations on TV or on, on, on video and so on. What are some of the other uh, developments that have occurred that you're particularly excited about in the impact that those developments are going to have in the area of speaking? Well, the technology is there to reach any audience, anytime, anywhere. So that that's wonderful. I and mean, the fact that we can have uh, a call today, you and I can talk by phone and then broadcast it to all of your followers uh, is great. I mean, I know you're one of the top... Uh, podcast for entrepreneurs and uh, I'm, I'm honored to be part of this discussion and uh, I, I it just gives me great joy to think of all the entrepreneurs out there who will hear this podcast so something like that is great it connects this technology connects us to any audience we want to be connected to uh, as for using technology I think we have to be careful I mean you mentioned the um, presentations of and we can give presentations in any format, really. PowerPoint has become more sophisticated. Teleprompters have been, become more available and more personalized. But I think what we have to realize is that people don't want technology. They want us. They want to be as close to us as they can. So I advise our clients and, and our listeners today to abandon technology every time they can, wherever they can, and just speak face-to-face in the moment with any audience they can. You know, people want authenticity. They want it to be real. They want every aspect of speaking to be real and personal. So when I talk about authenticity, for example, in the book, I say audiences want you. They want your authentic self, and they want you to tell them what you believe that is your values they want they want you to talk about your ideas with no rules barred they want you to abandon corporate speak and just let them know who you are they want your stories they want your language everyday language they want us to be transparent us as leaders to be transparent so you know, as soon as you get into technology like the teleprompter, you ha- you have to be really good at using a teleprompter so that you don't look as though you're talking to the teleprompter. Technology creates its own barriers, and what I advise is, as much as you can, just go face-to-face, person-to-person, and have as many conversations as you can, whether those are in meeting rooms, in elevators, in corridors, in, you know, conference calls. Um, But get real. That's my argument in the book. An impromptu allows you to be real. I think that's that's a great point. Um, And, you know, just as you say, 
uh, a teleprompter or a presentation, by definition, is not impromptu. Impromptu is really speaking off the cuff, so to speak, um, without necessarily having the aid of all of these different devices and capabilities. Um, and I think you make a good point when you when you say that when you speak impromptu, people are really getting the real you. It's not a prepackaged uh, presentation. It's not something written by someone else. It is you being truly authentic and speaking your mind and speaking from your heart. Um, so that's, that's I think, a really, really good point and very important for our listeners to, to think about. Um, now, the, the book is out at the moment, and presumably it's available wherever books are sold. Is that correct? Yes, and on Amazon and uh, on my website, uh, judithhumphrey.com. Excellent. So it's, it's okay. <laughs> it's on Judith. Uh, it's available on judithhumphrey.com and through Amazon. Now uh, you're based in Toronto, so um, um, is the book available in uh, physical stores like Chapters in uh, Canada oh, yes. and Barnes and Noble in oh, yes, the U.S. Absolutely, it's everywhere. And uh, yeah, we'd love to have people read it and share it and get back to me. On- my website if there are some comments I always like feedback I'm on Twitter too Wonderful. at Judith underscore Humphrey so I look forward to the conversation with entrepreneurs and my compelling idea here is that I was an entrepreneur I loved being an entrepreneur and I realized that in being an entrepreneur I had to use my impromptu skills all the time there's no area of business where which is more impromptu than entrepreneurship and whether you're you, know, you meet a client in the elevator whether you're uh, pitching to a client in a conversation whether you're doing a presentation all of this has to be thought through in advance even though you're impromptu or you appear to be impromptu what you want to do is plan what you're going to say to the extent possible and if you do that and I always do that with my cold calls you know, I started out calling CEOs because that was my audience. Um, cold calling CEOs, you want to make sure that you get it all right. So you want to think right. ahead, what's my message? How am I going to make my point? What's my call to action? Excellent. And the book talks about all these elements of the script. Excellent. Judith, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Um, we will, uh, our listeners, I'm sure, are going to be delighted to uh, uh, get in touch with you either through your website or go pick up the book and check it out, Impromptu. It's available uh, wherever books are sold, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Chapters in Canada, wherever. Thank you. Thank you so much, Chris. Great fun. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.